Welcome to episode number 23, titled Brave. And this is my one word for the year of 2023. And I hope that just by sharing how I chose this word and why will resonate with you. And that you can take something from it and attack your 2023 with, which is a sense of, of optimism and intentionality that you're going to finish, and you're going to find the success in the pursuit of your dreams that you're on and that you're after. And for me, I want to attack my dreams, my goals, my visions, in spite of my fear. No more procrastination. No more excuses. Instead, I'm going to choose I'm going to choose to trust, to take massive determined action, and I will choose faith over fear. I will be brave. Again, brave is my word for 2023, and I chose it because of what fear does to me. None of us are immune to fear. We all face it, and we're never going to be cured or or healed in facing our fears. Fear will be there every single morning when we wake up. But what determines how much success and progress, how much inroads we make towards our dreams that we want to achieve this year, all that determines on how we respond to that fear when it arises. And I know fear has always been something that has kept me stuck. And for me, what I do when I encounter fear is I either quit or I procrastinate and I make excuses because there's a reward in that. When that fear comes up, if I just make an excuse, if I procrastinate, if I put it off, if I quit, I get that reward, that that sensation of avoiding that fear, of subsiding that fear, of skating by and around and over and under that fear. Bad thing is, it's still right there. That in, in a nutshell is a lot of the reasons or the main reason why I drank when I was an alcoholic. It allowed me to procrastinate and to make excuses and to quit. And I got a reward out of that because for just a short time, it alleviated the fear. But then when I woke up the next morning hungover, that fear was right there again and usually bigger and badder than it was the day before. And so it becomes almost a a subconscious, unconscious choice that when fear arose, I procrastinate, I make excuses, or I quit to deal with the fear. In my recovery, in the last nine years, I've been able to get over the hump of quitting. I don't quit. One of my mantras is, if you don't quit, you win. And I know that to be true. But that has kind of pushed me to 
if you will, make even more excuses and really more procrastination towards doing the things that I want to do because there's still that that reward there that I know that if I just say, you know what, I'm just, just going to put it off. I don't want to do it today. You know, there's reasons why I, I feel insecure and unworthy. And I, I'm just, when I get that taken care of, I'll, I'll tackle it. But that procrastination helps me to avoid the fear and there's a reward in that. And so for the last several years, really, and really this, this the last half of 2022, procrastination became such a huge player and obstacle in my way of pursuing the dreams and things that I want to achieve with the secret sauce. And, you know, I've been feeling unworthy and doubting if I have what it takes to, to do what I want to do. And, you know, I know that I have more than what it takes. And I know that I can't let fear win. But I've battled this my entire life, this feeling of, of unworthiness and am I good enough? When I do the, if you know me, you would really know that activity with my, with my kids in, in classrooms and in, in my locker rooms. One of the things I hear most is you would know that I don't think I'm good enough. There's so many of us, not just students and student athletes, but there's so many of us educators who don't feel worthy in what we do day to day, that we're not good enough, not just to be a teacher or a coach or an administrator, but we're unworthy and not good enough as a person. I know a lot of us go through that. And it's that fear that we have to learn to face and overcome. And it's a choice to trust. It's a choice to be brave. It's a choice to choose faith over the fear, not instead of fear, because the fear is still going to be there. But we move through it with bravery. And this year, I just want to be brave. And I want to share with you a few of the things that I'm doing in 2023 that I've added to my routine that I think are really going to help me continue to be brave. And I'm going to share with you a situation I've already encountered in this first six days of 2023, where I probably wasn't as brave as I needed to be. But with certain people around me, I was able, with their help, to begin to be brave. One of the things I'm doing is in my daily affirmations and daily journaling in the morning, I've added some statements that I say to myself um, every morning that help me to understand and remind myself to be brave. One of them is God did not give me a spirit of fear and cowardness. He gave me a spirit of power, self-discipline, and love. And I say a lot of I am and I will statements. And I make them very specific. Like, I am going to complete 15 contacts this week for the secret sauce. I put a number to them. I track them each day during the week to make sure that I'm on target. And that helps keep me accountable and helps me speak positiveness into what I want to do with being brave 
each day, each week in 2023. So I would encourage you to find, whether it's a verse in the Bible, whether it's a quote, I would, I would encourage you to write down at least three of those and say those to yourself every single morning. And you can do it with the word brave if that's your word and you want to be able to overcome fear this year or whatever word that you've chosen, if you've chosen a word. But write down three things that are going to reinforce that attribute that you want to be, not just in the year, but each day of 2023. The second thing I'm doing is I was listening to a, a podcast by Mel Robbins um, this week, and she was talking about the scientific research behind a simple high five. And so what I've done is uh, taking her suggestion is this simple action in my morning routine is that when I get through brushing my teeth, I lay my toothbrush down and I just look at myself in the mirror. I look myself in the eyes. I don't look at all the imperfections that I see. My, my nasty set of teeth. I don't look at that. I look at, my, at myself in the eyes. That's very hard for most people to do. Mel Robbins said 50% of the people can't even look themselves in the eyes in the mirror. But I look myself in the eyes, and there's this powerful sense of emotion that begins to happen. Tears start welling up in my eyes. And I just tell myself that you're good enough and I love you. And you've got greatness inside of you. Let's go get it. And then the simple action that I do is, that she suggested, is I high five myself in the mirror. And research has proven that a simple high five can do more for your self-esteem and motivation than any words can do. And I've started doing that actually every morning and every night. When I brush my teeth, I put my toothbrush down, I gaze into my own eyes for a few moments. It always brings a smile. And then I just high five myself. And already I begin to sense a better grasp of self-esteem. I begin to sense that I'm loving myself more. And I really had to learn that in my recovery because the, the relationships are everything in education. But the one that's most important is that relationship with yourself. And so many of us are good at doing for others, but we're so bad about doing for ourselves. And if we really want to make the impact on students, on staff, we have to love ourselves first. And we've got to learn to be able to do that. And so if I can just put my toothbrush down, look at myself for a moment see the good, and give myself a high five, that's going to increase the love I have for me, but it's also going to increase the love I have for the, those around me and the ability I'm going to have to spew out that and share that secret sauce with them and just love them to be better and just lead them to be that greatest miracle in the world that they are. And the last thing that I'm doing is accountability. And I've got uh, two coaches, and I recommend this to any of you uh, to find a personal coach, an educational coach. It's not expensive, and I've got two of them for the price of one, and 
they're uh, Darren Pepard, Peppard, excuse me, and Brandon Beck. And I always mess up Pep's last name because I just call him Pep. Um, but I've got Pep and Brandon. Um, and we do a coaching call and we're supposed to be every two weeks. And in 2022, I missed a ton of them because I would procrastinate and make excuses because of fear. And Pep sent me a text right at the end of this year and just said, man, you're doing great stuff. But if you don't get consistent in these coaching calls, you're paying us for nothing. It's not helping. And that accountability, that kick in the ass that I needed really spurred me to, to get with them uh, this week and say, okay, here, let's get a day, a time. Let's drill down what we're going to, how we're going to get these scheduled so I don't miss any. And they hold me accountable, but yet when we when we have our coaching calls, they bring so much clarity and definition and direction to where I'm going with the secret sauce. And I would encourage you to find yourself a coach. Again, Darren Peppard and Brandon Beck would be great choices, but Pep and Brandon have been a game changer for me. And make calls with people that you can connect with, that you have things in common with. I want to give a shout out to Jeff Kubiak, uh, an administrator over in California. I connected with him yesterday and we share a lot of things in common. And I didn't want to do the conversation because uh, my teeth have been bothering me. I have a major dental surgery next week and, and I just been really depressed about it. I just didn't want to do it. And my main accountability partner, my wife, Cindy, gave me another kick in the rear end and said, just go make the call. You'll feel better. And I went down and, and made the call with Jeff and we talked for an hour and, and man, it was a great conversation to learn all the things that in our life that we've experienced that we share and, and even to come up with some ideas or for some new directions between the two of us and collaborating. It was just one of those things that gave me a sense of power and purpose. Yet another guy that can hold me accountable to be brave. And the last one, like I said, is my wife, Cindy. And, you know, like, I, like I've shared, I've got um, a genetic degenerative bone issue in my, in, my, in my mouth. And over the years, my teeth have gotten loose and worse. And, and to the point in the last two years, it's, it's a situation that has really bothered me. And I'm talking 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Um, and I'm in a business where I speak. I go out and, and speak and impact schools and staffs and, and student bodies and districts and athletic programs and coaching staffs. And that inquires people to, to look at me while I speak. And yet, one of the things that, that I have the most fear of is the way I look with my teeth. And I've been powering through that, but there are so many opportunities that I've passed up on because of the fear of the way I look. And so it's gotten to the point where we've been going in for consultations and found out that I'm getting a total um, reconstruction and you have to pay for these things up front. They are not cheap. And so for the last month and a half, we've had the stress of how are we gonna pay for this dental surgery? And we've been believing and trusting and trying to be brave and Things started falling into place and found the perfect prothodontist to do it. And yet they were requiring $57,000 up front. 
I was trying to be strong. I was trying to be brave. Having my wife beside me to keep me accountable on that, continue to say, I don't know where it's coming from. and I don't know how we're going to do it, but we're going to do it. Help me to continue to be brave. And long story short with that, I'm not going to say names of, of the of people um, to protect their privacy, but the right people at the right time fell into place for us to be able to finance this surgery, for me to be able to have it. That's going to restore my confidence in doing what I do and allow me to do it without any fear of, of how I look or one of my teeth falling out while I'm speaking to a group of people. That was always my fear. And having her there beside me as an accountability partner, encouraging me to be brave this first five years of 2023 when, I mean, I chose that word and all this stuff started to happen. And it's like, bam, made your test right off the bat, God, thank you. And without her right there beside me, I don't know how brave I would have been. And so it's, one thing I want to encourage you as, as we continue into 2023, I want, you, I want you to be brave. I want you to figure out what those specific fears are that causes you to procrastinate, to make excuses, to quit. Begin to say positive affirmations to you that reinforce being brave, having faith, believing being intentional, being strong, whatever your word is for 2023. Check out podcasts. Follow this one. Check out other ones. Mel Robbins. Darren Darren Peppard's a great one. Brandon Beck's a great one. I mean, check out things that resonate with you. Take their ideas and implement them into what you do and into your routines. Like the high five routine in the morning, it takes 30 seconds. And I can already feel a huge boost in my sense of self-love, which enables me to be brave in how I face each day. And get people around you that can hold you accountable. You know, they say the the sum of the, of the five closest people that you spend the most time with, that is who you become. Look at who you're with that can tell you the trajectory of your life. I tell my students, I tell my student athletes and teams all the time, it's who you're with and it's where you're at. If you've got people around you that are dragging you down, you don't have to, to be ugly about it. You don't have to not be their friend, but cut them out of, of your circle. Because your dreams, your success are yours. Why would you let someone else who is negative, who is dragging you down, keep you from achieving that? You can still do it and still love them, but you don't have to have them in your circle. So I encourage you to do those things. Speak positive into your life. Find actions, whether they're podcasts or other things that you can put into your daily routine that are going to reinforce that word for you. And look at your circle. Find people that are going to love you and love you so hard that they're going to hold you accountable. Because we all face fear, right? Every single one of us. We're never going to be immune to it or from it. But we can learn to be brave 
in those days when you're just not brave enough, know that you did the best you could. Learn from it. Give yourself some grace because tomorrow's a new day. But make today count. Then when we wake up tomorrow, go at it again full force. Because I want you to attack your dreams, your goals, your visions in spite of fear. No more procrastination. No more excuses. We're going to trust. We're going to take massive, determined action. And we're going to choose faith over fear. And we're going to share our secret sauce with our students, with our teams, with our our staff, with our upper admin groups, with whatever educational circles that we're in. And we're going to make 2023 the best year that education has ever seen. And we're going to blow up the box and get back to loving kids, to loving people, making a huge difference in this world. Till next time.